Are you totally different when it comes to sex and copulation? Have you judged yourself out of receiving pleasure? Have you judged yourself into receiving pleasure in certain ways and excluded other ways? Would you like to know more about what else is possible with bodies? Would you like to create confidence in the bedroom and beyond? How is your sex life or lack of it affected other areas of your life? Everyone has the potency to be a sexual superhero. Get ready to listen, sense, and play with the sexualness that is you. Now, here is the host of The Pleasure Zone, pleasure diva and body whisperer, Milica Yelenich. Well, good evening, sweet pleasure seekers. And why do I call you that? Because you're on the pleasure zone. And only if you're crazy enough to be seeking pleasure shall you enter the pleasure zone, let's face it. Anybody who's not seeking pleasure will not even click on any of the links for this. Uh, if you're seeking something else, you're, if you're seeking something other than pleasure and laughter, you've come to the wrong place. Go elsewhere. Okay? Cool. Now that we're clear and everybody who's listening is in this for pleasure, we're on right track. So, Welcome. This is actually a show where we talk a lot about bodies, we talk a lot about pleasure and fun and all things like if we didn't have bodies, would we have pleasure? We're just like space beings floating around like our bodies are the ones that give pleasure. So we talk about that on this show and I'm a huge fan of pleasure. I don't know about you guys, but I'm saying I'm a huge fan of Flan. I'm also a huge flan, along with being a huge fan of pleasure. So if you've been looking for a flan, that's me, um, you can come. Come and find my flanness. So I have a guest on my show, and I was a guest on her show, and I think she's been a guest on my show before. It's hard to say, like Keisha and I, it's hard to say what we've done. And we, we had a call we created together at one point, too. We've done stuff. So my guest is Keisha Clark who's a magical, beautiful woman, and she has a lot of, actually, uh, podcasts uh, in the archives on Inspired Choice Network. So it's really fun to have her back on um, playing with me live, listening, because sometimes she listens in, and she was actually one of my very first avid listeners. Uh, one of the reasons I kept going, there was a few months I was like, why am I doing this? And then Keisha would show up in the chat room. I'm like, all right, I got one person. <laughs> she she is a huge inspiration for me to keep choosing. So thank you. And so she's joining me tonight. So Keisha does many things. She I would consider her uh, an expert in many fields, but one of her greatest expertises, in my opinion, is that she has a fantastic capacity with also with bodies and pleasure. So why would I not have her on the show, right? And we're actually going to be talking about how many stories do we have about sex, eh? Her original title had an A at the end, but I only wanted to do so many words, so I had to take the A, A out of it. So how many stories do we have about sex? And, like, Keisha, do you personally hear a story that runs through your head about sex, like, ever? Or do you have, like, no stories left about sex? Hi, beauty. You're just like stunned. You're like, what just happened? Hi, it's Keisha. I've been (laughs) laughing hysterically, but I've had myself muted because I didn't want to to be the best at the beginning of your show. So you make me laugh, and I love that you make me laugh. (laughs) Thank you for that. Oh, and I'm honored to be. I, I, I just what you were saying. I was so touched. I, um, I'm. 
I had a blast being the person in the chat room for you. <laughs> so, so wow, and look at you now. <laughs> right? Four um, years later, darling. It's been four uh, years. Hey, I mean, and you were like hands one up in my beginning. Uh, no, you were like one of my my first peoples. <laughs> so cool. Wow. That is very cool. Very, very cool. And yes, we've both been guesties, so <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Oh, so good. So good. Um, so yeah, stories. Wow, yeah. How many it's more like what stories do we not have? I think that was the question you asked in our pre show conversation, right? Yeah. Um Stories Story Palooza is basically like the theme of most of our <laughs> lives. And when it comes to sex, Oh, Katie barred the door. So, um, yeah, where do you want to start? <laughs> so I want to start with all those stories that you've ever told yourself or you've maybe heard other people tell themselves that were like stories yeah. that would say the I can't stories. I could never. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> yeah, there's the few, right? the kinds of pleasure that we could never let ourselves have. Yeah, there's a whole lot of those. Oh my goodness, um, I could never uh, have sex with the light on. I could never. Light on, wow. um, right? Haven't you heard people talk about that? Yes, um, I because that, but, but I could never see that about you, Keish. And actually, when you're about to say that light, was early I days. Heard, like the word lion, I could never have sex with a li- lion. I was like, with a lion? I have sex with a lion either, but the light on, yes, I could. Yeah, I got yeah. my story. I could never have sex with a like with a ravenous lion. I could be there, wrong. Yeah, that could I'm be dangerous. Sure. You know, you could be. Dangerous. You might not get to have sex again if you did. Right. <laughs> you ravenous just, lion. Yeah, they are not. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that was early days, <laughs> right? Yes, <it's> <laughs> um, and thankfully I got over that one. You know, um, never, never had anything about the lion. So now, and, you know, I, I, that makes me laugh because, of course, with the hair that I incarned with in this lifetime, people have called me a lion or a lioness because you know I have naturally curly hair and it's sort of red color and. It sometimes looks like a mane, but anyway. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so, gosh, other stories I had. Uh, oh, for um, a lot, a lot, a lot of my life, uh, because I grew up, I don't, well, it doesn't have to be because of anything, so we're already going to start catching the story, right? Um, Are we going to blame it on your... There was a, um, right, your there was a long time that I let my dance... Well, that too. I let my dance upbringing, I let my theater, you know, um, kind of lifestyle be an influence. Um, And I had a whole lot of, I could never do fill in the blank um, unless I had, you know, X size of body or unless I looked like a certain size, a certain shape, a certain whatever and had a certain... um, kind of a, I guess what you could call allure, um, there was a lot of requirement and condition that I bought into about what makes you pretty, what makes you attractive, what makes you um, talented, both in the bedroom and out of the bedroom. <laughs> and wow. so, so I had a ton of a lot of shit. I, yeah. oh, yeah. I, like- yeah. I carried wagon loads of the stuff. So, yeah. 
You got like the Bible of lies, right? Like, wow. That's right. Totally. That's hardcore. That was a lot of things in there. I can't have the best way that people are going to enjoy it because I have orange hair. Exactly. Yeah, and I said so. And I, and I, agree, and I agree with them. <laughs> totally. And I'll defend it to the death. So, yeah, it was pretty messed up. Right, because I'm right about it. Pretty messed <laughs> up. Awesome. Right, exactly. Because I knew I was right because, you know, of course it's true if somebody tells it to you or if you read it somewhere, it's absolutely true. So, yeah. So what were your stories? I'm curious. I, I know some of them, but I'm and I know you've shared yeah. a lot of them over the four <laughs> years of yourself. <laughs> oh, I had some great ones that I bought. So until I was, well, I actually didn't really have a, a too many stories in my teen years. It came, they came later when I started being around sociopaths a lot. And I started buying that I was like the worst lover on the planet. And that uh-huh. in order to be a really good lover, you needed to be, um, and it was, it's quite a, it's, and this is going to sound racist, but this was the point of view. I needed to be like petite Asian woman who was willing oh. to do any, basically do anything. So I had a partner who uh, convinced me that I was a shitty lover because I wasn't Filipino and convinced me that I was a uh-huh. shitty lover because I wouldn't just take it wherever he wanted me to. So, well, but I that's a great liked, story. Yeah, right? And that's a, it was a huge story, <laughs> and I bought it for like, I, I literally bought it for like eight or nine years. Um, wow. For years and years, it was actually my my daughter's biological dad who told me that story, and I bought it hook, line, and sinker. Wow. And for the longest time, I thought I was just absolutely the most craptastic, craptastical lover on the planet, until I met <laughs> my lover husband, who was like, uh, "What? What are you talking about?" I'm like, "I'm really wow. sorry. Like, I apologize if the, I think I even apologized to him a few times. I'm really." Like, thank you so much for having sex with me because I'm really, really sorry that I suck so bad. Like, Whoa. that's the kind of shit that... And, like, sociopaths will convince you into stuff and they'll get you to buy uh-huh. into their stories, right? So, and, like, as I'm saying this, I'm, like, so aware that so many of us, and sociopaths aren't just men. There are sociopathic women out there mm-hmm. that will have mm-hmm. you buy into things, right? So, um, oh, yeah. and then you walk away confused, for a long time, unless you start to have some awareness, and maybe you have, mm-hmm. um, the, maybe you've had a change in your life where you start choosing people that that um, bring like a different energy to you, so you can become aware of something else, right? Because if you don't have yeah. a new energy that you can be aware of, you might be like, well, is there actually anything else possible other than I am a shitty lover because I'm not Filipino and I don't do it any way that he wants me to? Yeah. Well, and so another piece that I that kind of waves at me too is like of this insanity is that for whatever time we take, we're so willing to buy the lie, to buy the story, and holy mackerel, like we just we just so easily, quickly, willingly take it on, you know, and it's it's crazy to me when I look at how I have done that in my life and how many places and ways I have done that in my life. And then, of course, with the people I get to work and play with, like when we are, you know, either in a session or just having fabulous conversation. And we're looking mm-hmm. at or we're, you know, becoming aware of, like how many places and ways that we just, we bypassed, hello, red flag, possible question mark here, you might want to be curious, <laughs> you know, 
but but you said the word right. and it's awareness when when we're willing to be aware, right? <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, and it's crazy because everybody who knows us and everybody who knows everybody, like the person who's sharing their story, we would most of us would so would probably say that's insane that's crazy no way we we don't see that at all you know and yeah it never happened to you yeah right i don't know how many (laughs) yeah i have so many people go no way that never happened to you i'm like it didn't happen Mm -hmm. to me i i stepped into it i chose it but um and i continued to be in it until i found some some strengths uh some you know possibilities and started to choose different but it's uh Mm -hmm. It's it's like no matter who you are, if you're not working with awareness, you can fall into a story just as fast as can be. Like we, even as a oh, yeah. kid, I loved stories as a kid. I loved them. Who doesn't mm-hmm. like a good night story? And we buy into the mm-hmm. fantasy that we're being told, right? How is that any different oh, yeah. than than all the other stories that we're buying into? Yeah, yeah. And there's kind of a learning to receive the story and then implement it or really overlay it uh, as our reality or as what reality is supposed to be, right? There's, yeah. And that happens so quickly. We can so quickly sort of entangle that or, or really it's kind of like you gra- we graft it onto our life. <laughs> and, and then we can go into trying to make our life fit the story for however many years we want to play that game. Um, because, of course, we both play with one of the premises of your point of view creates your reality. And yeah. so what are we creating when we're trying to make the story real? Yeah, so what are you. we creating? That's a really good question, <laughs> right? I'm thinking we're trying you. to create a whole different – yeah, we, we're trying to create a new us. <laughs> Yeah. We're trying to create a new point yeah. of view, and we are our point of view. Our reality is our point of view. So, yeah, if we're buying yeah. a new point of view, whether it's we see it as maybe uh, constructive and creating what we'd like in our future or not, you know, we're buying mm-hmm. the point of view. It's going to create something. It's like, can we have the awareness mm-hmm. of uh, will it create what we're actually looking to create? So we could. Bu- so exactly. can we actually buy stories that create greater for us? Like. So I want to. I would actually like to look at that more um, after the break. So yeah, can we? Are there okay. stories that actually create greater? So yeah, there's something to ponder, guys. So we're listening. Uh, you guys are listening to the Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices, and I'm your host, Millie Tjelanich, with my guest, Sweet Keisha Clark, and we will be right at <laughs> back after an act right after this commercial break. <laughs> Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow your 
yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melissa Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at MelissaYelenich.com. Now back to the program. Hello, beautiful pleasure seekers. Welcome back to the Pleasure Zone, where we are having a conversation today about stories and if you have stories and how many stories do you have about sex and did you invent some stories about sex? But my curiosity before break was, can we actually have stories that create greater for us? And I'm just wondering, like, if our point of view creates our reality and some of our points of view are stories, can we have points of view slash stories that are like, I'm the best lover in the world, and that could create that for us. So what's what's your awareness on that? That's a little thought on there. I love that question because it really, you know, it it I can see it a few different ways, um, and I think this kind of points to how are we using the story. So with your example, um, I'm the greatest lover of all time. There's different ways that we could apply that, right? And yeah. so kind of at a glance, <laughs> as it were, um, yeah, I think there's there's a way that you can embrace that, um, implement that, uh, that can actually create greater. And I wonder at what point, if any, there might be uh, some indication, you know, as to whether you are ready to move to a different point of view, different story, new story. Um, because typically when the what's reflected back to you or what's showing up for you is not something that's pleasing, that's a time to start looking at, okay, what what is this really creating for me? So, yeah, I think stories can be used for pretty much any intention or any target. It just depends on how we're applying them. So in the case of I'm the world's greatest lover, are you saying it from a true 
enthusiasm or excitement about, hey, this feels juicy, and yes, I am. <laughs> or is it coming from more of a space of uh, defending, like you're trying to convince yourself or you're trying to prove that you are the world's greatest lover? And Lily yeah, comes over to question. chime in. Yeah, the pr- so yeah for sure. What like, is your awareness? The proving. I get what you're yeah. saying. Like when you're doing proving, you don't actually know that what yeah. you are saying is true. So if it's your knowing, mm-hmm. then it is. A, it can be a story in that you're recounting something like, "Hey, I'm the greatest lover mm-hmm. ever," uh, or mm-hmm. it can be, for me, I'm my own greatest lover. And when I say that, there that you feels go. True. Oh yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> and that's a that perfect illustration. I'm my yeah. Are you a great lover? I'm my own greatest lover. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So, so yeah. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about that, oh, thank God there's no more shows after this. But yes. <laughs> so when we yeah when we when we are kind of recounting something that's true for us, I think it not only does it light us up, it lights up the people around us. And when we're telling yeah. ourselves bold faced lies, that can also be stories because lies are mm-hmm. stories too. When we're telling mm-hmm. ourselves lies. It's just meh. It's uh, it was funny because I was thinking about the whole lies thing a lot uh, this last little while. Cause I've had a lot of weird lie shit coming at me lately. Um, a lot of a lot of really weird stuff on the family front with lie. Not not like in my um, immediate family, unless my dad counts as immediate. There's been a lot of lies <laughs> coming around. And I'm like, wow, uh-huh. he's really bought a lot of stories about certain things that he feels are true. Yeah. And I can even see that they don't even light him up because he knows they're not true. And and yeah. I actually had him, and it was really funny, so strange and true story, but um, he was staying with me for two months. I, yeah. <laughs> and and uh, in, in the midst of one of these stays, I just... There were so many lies. It was like he was wearing this coat of lies, and the stories were just unfucking believable to me. Sorry, I did swear on this episode. I haven't for a while. Um, so they were just unbelievable, and I just, I was like, oh my god! It's like I felt like I was walking around looking at this man who was wearing like twenty-five parkas of lies, all stories of lies, wow. and I'm like, God, no wonder he doesn't have much mobility. He's carrying 25 freaking parkas of lies on his back 24 hours a day. Mm -hmm. He's so coated in that. So I just yelled at him one day for like two hours and just the unraveling of the lies. It just, it was like shit was flying and the lies started to like unravel themselves and he started to admit stuff he never really wanted to admit because he thought it would make him a bad dad. But it finally got wow. him to actually admit something that I've been looking for an admission since I was like four years old. Because it was something I was aware of, and I've been hearing this lie my whole life. And this story just drove me crazy. And so when I when I finally came down to it, I said I said to him, I'm like, so the truth, let's just look at the truth. Is the truth for you, Dad, that you always wanted to be the kind of father that would help his children, that would gift his children, that actually knew what kindness was. Because through our discussion, my dad said, I don't even know what you mean, kindness. What's this kindness? And mm, I tried to translate wow. it from English to Serbian. He said, I, I still don't understand you. 
And I said, right, how could you actually gift kindness when your whole story, your whole life is that what's kind is what you're doing, which is actually abuse. And so at one point he actually did have this. He's like, he said, he actually said, you're right. I always wanted to be that dad and I can't be. And I said, you know what the greatest gift would have been for me? Would have been for you to say, you know what? I wish I could help you, but I can't. Yeah. Yeah, really and crazy that, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Those are stories. And that's and a level of awareness. Locked in. Yeah. 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 For him to have been able to say what you suggested, which would have been amazing and empowering, I, I love how you shared what you shared just because part of what I'm able to see is he was not even in a place underneath those 24 parkas <laughs> to be able to like that was just not a part of his the poss- a possibility for him at the time. Wow. No, and still and still isn't actually. And he said and I was and he actually yeah. still yeah, and he still isn't and which was actually a really interesting. So another part of stories is and people tell us stories our whole lives. And one of the stories mm-hmm. my dad had told me and and it does relate to pleasure to me because it would have been mm-hmm. something that could have actually created a lot of ease in my life. So one of his stories yeah. was this house is yours. So he has this house in Toronto, and right now, if it were to sell, it would be valued at one and a half million, maybe, like maybe more if we actually put it on market. But so he has mm-hmm. a house, and it's got value, and it's like right downtown Toronto, which is the market values in Toronto are insane. And so mm-hmm. if he, if that were actually true, and that house were mine and my brother's, we we could have money banked, right? But the truth mm-hmm. was, after this discussion, was that he actually never wanted us to have the house, and he never wanted us to have the money. He actually wanted us to have to um, suffer and work hard. And he fully, fully Ooh. admitted that to me finally, like to my face, and in front of a lawyer who was completely shocked. But it was actually wow. one of the most... I was both like are you fucking kidding me that I've been told this lie since I was four? And I knew it was a lie. And I remember Mm -hmm. the day that he told it to me. And I remember repeatedly being told the same lie and it would frustrate me because I knew it was a lie. And then Mm -hmm. I would somehow buy in. Oh no, but my dad would never do that. Right? Like he would, why would he ever do that? He's my dad. He loves me. Right. That's that sociopathic crap that we buy. We're like, of course, he would never do that. He's kind. He doesn't even know what kindness is. That's unbelievable to me, Um, but yet believable. And then Mm -hmm. we have these lies, these lies, these lies. We buy these stories. And then when the story finally gets revealed and it's like, yes, you inherit nothing. And I never really wanted to help you. It was actually the biggest relief in some ways. And then at the same time, there was this anger, this anger of like, I can't believe that you, you put this lie on me for so many years and insisted that I was crazy mm-hmm. for questioning you, right? That's mm-hmm. the sociopathic mm-hmm. part of it. But yeah, so, I mean, we get told lies about everything, who we are sexually, yeah. what our life will be like. If you just do this, if you just go to university, you're going to have an amazing career. Like we get told lies and stories about Ooh. every freaking <laughs> right? story. So many and stories, look at how much to me are, yeah, yeah, insane, insane. And, yeah. I love like there's so much juiciness in what you were sharing. One of the points that really jumped out was how one you were sa- you were sharing that you at some level of your awareness even as a small child you knew this was not 
true. You knew this was made up. You knew there was something that wasn't quite jiving when you heard the line or the story. And, um, yeah, how often do we have that, a part of our, what you could call intuitive nature, a part of our awareness, a part of just how uh, much we're able to perceive the energy, right, which every single one of us has to whatever degree we're willing to to uh, acknowledge that. And then another piece of that that I was noticing was how because, and I think you even said this, you know, you had the awareness, whether you could verbalize it or not, that something wasn't jiving, that something was not true, and you were still trying to make it be true. You were still trying to behave or respond as though it was true. And what that really kind of put a, a light on for me was how when we do that, we have to, we all automatically have to tell more stories. We have to make up more stuff to go along with the thing that we're trying to make real and true. And so it just compounds and spins more story, more lie. And because most of the story, well, really, I guess we could say every story, <laughs> almost every story, it could be a lie. Um, depending I, that's what on. I'm wondering. Yeah, yeah, you know, stories actually like, lies, like fantasies, like there's because they can apply. It, yeah, like stories about bodies, um, popular yeah. stories, like uh, what happens to bodies under certain conditions, or what happens to bodies if you um, eat certain food. Food. Yeah. Um, you know, there's there's a way that can apply and actually show up as true. For some bodies, quite possibly, mm -hmm. and there's a way that that can ap apply and actually other bodies don't respond that same way. So it's not necessarily true. So I think we we try to make stories an absolute, and I hear this a lot, and I've been noticing this because I've been playing with the whole thing about story here just recently. Um, stories in every aspect of how we try to do our lives. So... Uh, you know, I am I'm in the field of of mediumship and psychic readings and and intuition. That's that's my thing. And so, as I work with different people, there are these expectations based on stories about how astrology works, about how palmistry works, about how numerology is supposed to, or what it even is to begin with, about what a psychic is to begin with, you know, about what intuition is and what it means, and if you use it, what happens. And there's all of these fascinating stories that people just spew forth before they even check in for a minute into their awareness to see, does this really read as real and true for me, you know? Um and then again, with bodies, how many stories are we doing that with with bodies? Uh, well, if I do this, my body will ex will will respond this way. If I have this kind of sex, <laughs> this will create this in my body. If I have sex, my body will experience this. If I don't have sex, this will happen with my body. If I have sex with this person, it will do this for my body. You know, it's like, or it will create this in my life. And we're filling in so many blanks based on the story, right? So, how yeah. many There's actually stories a, upon the stories upon we, our stories have babies? 
They do. They totally do. Our stories have more fun copulating than we do, right? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And they're doing it all the time, even when we're not telling them. Exactly. They're in our subconscious, right? And they're reproducing new little stories and offshoot stories. Absolutely. Oh, let me just take – it's like Shakespeare had the play within the play. Usually that was supposed to be the funny part, but for us, it's like, really? I don't know if that part's so funny sometimes. I know. <laughs> so yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. So actually, so where do we want our stories to go now? <laughs> yeah, let's look at that and let's play with that idea. We're actually going to head off to um, our next commercial break here on Inspired Choices Network. You're listening to the Pleasure Zone with me, your host Melita Yelenich, and my guest Keisha Clark, and we will be chatting more after this commercial break. <laughs> Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow your to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melissa Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at MelissaYelenich.com. Now back to the program. Welcome back, sweet pleasure seekers. We're like talking about stories today and how many stories do we have about sex and other things and stories we've been sold and stories we bought and 
all that jazz. But before we dive too much more into the show, I just wanted to um, let you guys know about a few things I'm offering and also to uh, let you guys know about some things that Keisha's offering. So let her talk. <laughs> uh, but first, I'm going to let you guys know, first, because I'm so greedy, uh, <laughs> I'm going to let you guys know that I have an event coming up in Ontario uh, in a place called Prince Edward County, where um, there is going to be an amazing event. It's going to be three days to going to start uh, September 16th through the 19th, 13th, it's a Thursday through Saturday, Sunday, so I will get that posted. It's actually posted in Facebook under <laughs> Awakening Your Senses. I just know I have it blocked off on my calendar and I'm going to be facilitating at it and it's about waking your senses. It's going to be fun. Um, it's going to have like all your food and accommodations are included in the in the price that is like from now until August um, 16th, we have an early bird special for $800 for shared accommodations and $1,200 for single accommodations, which is freaking crazy. All your food, accommodations, and classes for three and a half days, including a wine tour and fabulous, fabulous food. So, so looking forward to that. And side note, for those of you who have or have not listened to the 22nd Century Consciousness um, videos. You might have listened to mine, and if I haven't, please go listen. I have a special Yay! offer in there that is like a wicked awesome good deal. It's uh, a, I calculated it to be about $844 of stuff that I'm offering. You get a private session with me for one hour. Uh, if you live in the area, it can be in person. If you don't, it'll be online. Um, and along with 21 Days of Sexual Magicism call series that I'm doing, a brand new one, and a monthly e-video. Uh, it's about a five to ten minute video on like bringing more bodaciousness into your life. And so if that's something you would like, that's only 197 Canadian dollars, which is freaking amazing. If it wasn't even my offer, I would buy it. I almost was like, can I buy my own offer and can I attend that? Like, I'm, I know that it's hard to attend your own thing. Like, can I be facilitated totally. for this? It would be so fun, right? So, um, and yeah, so for those of you who don't know, I do private sessions. So you can just have just a private session. But honestly, for that price, I would just get the whole thing. Seriously, just get it. So uh -huh. Keisha, what are you creating these days that they would love like, to I'm, be in on? Oh, I'm still drooling over 21 days of sexual magic. So hang on here just a second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> oh, that was just holy yumballs. Yeah. Okay. I'm in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so no, I have, I'm really yeah, I need I need a napkin. Um, <laughs> I have a, a just a fun little uh, change your whole life kind of challenge coming up, and it starts on August the 16th. It's called Step Out of Your Story, and we're gonna do a 22 day exploration, adventure, journey, whatever you want to call it, because I'm not going to make a story about it, um, that is really targeting getting out of the default that that we are so spending so much of our time in with the whole story thing and how many stories and when we're using them and how we're using them and, oh my gosh, um, and actually getting in touch with what our reality is, what I like to call the true you, um, so that is, it's actually, there's going to be a, a way to play for free and then there will be an additional option that people can purchase uh, some calls with me, either group call or working one-on-one -on -one with me. And if you are registering and participating in the challenge, it will be offered to you at uh, a gift rate. So 
uh, you can get all the details about that. I believe I uh, submitted a link. I, I submitted it a little bit late, <laughs> but I believe Mistress Christine <laughs> is going to allow us to have it on the page. <laughs> so yay. Yay. Um, and, and the details are there. All you got to do is go there to sign up, and then you'll get even more information and uh, a little bit of a, an itinerary for the 22 days. So I'm, I'm kind of... Um, creating this in a way that is a little more spontaneous. I have certain things that that this project is asking me to do, and then the rest we're going to kind of apply what we're talking about with the whole letting go of the story. Um, we're not going to really have hard and fast rules. <laughs> so um, that's I'm looking forward to seeing what that creates as well. So, yeah, all about getting out of the story, stepping out of the story. And uh, Which seeing what else is available. Could easily take you know? 22 days, right? I think that could, could easily, easily take. Days. Oh my gosh, yeah, could take 22 months for some of us. I'm, you know, yes. um, yeah, it just depends. But at least, at least that's going to give us a, a good start <laughs> to the process. So, and who knows where we'll go from there? <laughs> oh, I think that's awesome, Keish. That sounds like an amazing thing to choose. So, if, if you guys have been listening Thank to you, this love. and. You're, yeah, and you're feeling like, holy cow, I have so many stories and I need to change my the poop in my head because, you know, those those story babies <laughs> are creating more story babies. And sometimes you need somebody to help you abort those story babies. And usually if you're <laughs> going to go for an abortion, you go to somebody who knows how to do it because you don't want to be left wrecked, right? So Keisha no. can help you abort those story babies. <laughs> the story baby aborter. <laughs> yeah, well, and, you know, being the psychic that we be, we can actually just touch in with those little entities and let them go be more of the full expression of the joyfulness they desire to be. <laughs> exactly. So, exactly. yeah, we so can we totally can. recreate and reconfigure reality. So, yeah. How does it get even better than that? Just, <laughs> yeah, and sometimes we just don't know that. So having some tools and having somebody yeah. facilitate that for you is such an amazing gift. And to have somebody, uh, like Keisha's got major, major skills under her belt. So don't hesitate Thank to jump in on that <laughs> if you're really willing to get yourself out of the poop in your head. That poop in our head, those mm. quagmires of poop, they can really keep you, they can really keep you down, mm -hmm. for, you know, Mm -hmm. Down for the count. Like mm -hmm. if you were in a wrestling match with life, you know, life in your story. <laughs> if you were like wrestling your stories, it's kind of like wrestling yourself. And if any of you have ever watched Monty yeah. Python, there's there's a skit where Graham, one of the guys from yes. uh, Monty Python, he wrestles with himself. And I'm like, that is like us yes. telling ourselves stories. And he's like throwing himself on the ground. And then, of course, he totally. wins and he has to go up against himself, right? So. <laughs> Like that's brilliant. Crazy. That is a brilliant illustration. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's freaking brilliant. And we wrestle with ourselves all the time. And I'm like, holy crap! That is <sighs> that is so how we tell our stories. So, if you've mm -hmm. never seen it, Google. Um, yeah, Google the Monty Python wrestles with himself video on YouTube. You, my daughter watches mm -hmm. that. She'll just watch it when she needs a good laugh because she loves Monty Python. But she particularly <laughs> loves the wrestling with himself video. Oh my God, she's like, mm -hmm. it's just like life. I'm like, it is just like you're ten and you know that this is just like life. <laughs> she's so amazing. <laughs> she's so funny. <laughs> yeah. She is. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and if you're wondering if you might be under the influence of story, then uh, you can just try this little <laughs> test, and that would be if you ever catch yourself saying, 
I have to because or I can't because, you, you might be under the influence of story. I love just, that. Just oh a little God, something to play with there. Under the, no driving under the influence of story because it messes <laughs> you up in serious ways. Right? You will run your life off the, the road. Yeah, exactly. If you get pregnant with ideas under the influence of stories, your stories might have fetal alcohol syndrome in some way or stories that can have that. It just messes them up. Be a storyholic. Do not create. Yeah, do not create under the influence of stories. That's just not good. Not pretty. Yeah. So if you ever catch yourself saying, I have to because and or I can't because, yeah, those are some of some of the flags to look for. <laughs> so <laughs> that is great. That is such a great <gasps> go with that. So yes, are you are you under the influence of stories? And if you are <laughs> under the influence of stories, definitely jump in on that call series. Uh, your twenty two days of getting out of story. That's a really yeah. good idea. And and for people yeah. who are listening now and they're like, I have so many stories I need to start now, um, I, I I have a tool, and you might have, like, one tool that they can start Ooh, with. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. For me, share, yeah. share, share. For me, I have, like, one that I think is so simple that it's silly. It's like you hear – as soon as you hear the story, you go, stop it. <laughs> stop it. Because I love that. It's just so freaking simple. <laughs> it is. Right? It so is. That I thought of two movies when you said movie clips when you said that, and it was Moonstruck when Cher slaps. Yes. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or <laughs> her character. Um, and then yeah, I yeah. thought of uh, I think it's Bullets Over Broadway with Diane Keys when she says, "Don't speak." <laughs> I didn't see that one, but exactly. It's just if you like, haven't seen that clip, they're both hilarious. So yeah. That's a great tool. I love how you said it's so simple it might be stupid. <laughs> that's, that's a perfect metaphor, right? <laughs> yeah. And we I love that. Because we get in the story and we just keep going. But if we actually heard our mm-hmm. own story, my mom had this, mm-hmm. uh, my mom had a client who came in a lot. I'm going to tell this one really short. She told the same story over and over and over again. And one day my mom said, when on earth are you, blank name, going to take that pickle out of your ass? Well, the woman never came back, but my mom's like, I was tired of her story. <laughs> and, and she's like, she just, she just went, um, basically it was her version of stop it, right? <laughs> just take mm-hmm, that pickle mm-hmm. out of <laughs> So the so story, fun. they don't change. And you get on a roll and you just can't stop telling yeah. them. So stop it. Yeah. Yeah, just stop it. And if you stop it. I love story, that. Yeah, if you had to hear yourself <laughs> telling those same stories, so would you actually tell them? Probably not. But you want somebody else. Oh my else God, to no! Knock, knock Torture. Exactly. My mom always what she said when we were like fighting when I was a kid. She'd go, "Knock it off." <laughs> that was that was yep. cool. Knock, <laughs> that was it. That was the end. <laughs> so I love so that. Sweet peeps. Very functional. Oh, on that. On that super laughing note, we're actually going to go to our third commercial break. I know it's hard to believe, but I've actually been having three commercial breaks lately, Keisha. It's not mind-blowing. Oh, my gosh. So, so, you are listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network. I am your hostess with the mostest, Melissa Jelinek. Well, at least the hostess with the mostest podcasts 
in in the archives. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> with my dear oh. sweet guest and friend, Isha Clark. And we look forward to chatting with you more right after this commercial break. Yeah, yeah. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow your to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question. Always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melissa Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at MelitzaYelenich.com. Now back to the program. Welcome back, my sweet, sweet pleasure seekers. I'm so glad to have you guys listening in, joining in the chat room, having fun. It's all about fun, pleasure and fun. They're kind of, they go in tandem. They're like running a race with each other and they slap each other on the behind and they're like, keep going, my friend, keep going. And they do, and that's how they roll. And that's how I roll, just slapping each other on the behind and rolling and having fun. So I want to... To uh, to just like wrap up this crazy fun show that we had that lasted 35 seconds for me, and it was uh, super fun talking about like stories and how we we create them in so many areas of our lives. And um, I don't know if we actually figured out whether stories can create greater for us if they just kind of they become that solid thing like you were talking about, Keish. It's like it comes like mm. kind of like a solid. And then we, how do we change that, right? So if we're looking for change and we're looking for some fun in our lives, maybe drop the stories. Maybe. Drop the stories. Just step away from the story. <laughs> yeah. So what would you like to leave our, our listeners with as a final um, message for the evening? 
Wow. I, I think since we're talking about pleasure, um, I just want to invite everybody, you know, um, whatever stories you have about pleasure, uh, would you be willing to first become aware that you have stories about pleasure? And would you second be willing to to know what those stories are creating for you or to discover what those stories are creating for you? And third, would you be willing to change those stories about pleasure? And yes, mm-hmm. this could apply to your whole life, but we're I love that we're on the pleasure zone. So um, pleasure gets a bad rap uh, in many ways and in many cultures. And what if pleasure is actually so much more expansive and generative and healing and, um, wow, magic <laughs> and any story that we've ever bought or let ourselves become aware of or let ourselves write. And what if we could write the greatest pleasure story that has never been told? Ooh, and what if yeah. you get to choose whatever works for you to do just that? And whatever it is for you, it's it's really about what is pleasure for you and what is the story creating for you. And if it's working for you, then run with it. And if it's not working for you, I just ask you, I invite you, I kind of sort of implore you, I enthusiastically <laughs> encourage you <laughs> to please stop it, to please take a minute and step away from your story and 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 just open yourself to what else is possible. Yeah. Exactly. So put this put the story down. Step away. Put your hands up. It's going to be okay. <laughs> that story is like an exploding bomb. Walk away. That yeah. story yeah. is a bomb. Yeah, drop the story and back up. It's safer. Yeah. Put your hands up. It's going to be okay. Yeah. So I just want to. Oh, I just, thank I just got this image of minefield. Wow. Woo. <laughs> yeah. Right. And then you're just like trying to find your way through all these stories that explode in our faces yeah. constantly. They are destructive, guys. This is, although it sounds crazy, it's actually stories are destructive. So it is like being in a minefield, and it's like step away from that crazy exploding bomb. It's not safe. Exactly. So I want to thank you guys. Next week we've got unconsciousness and the effect. And the effect on receiving. What's that going to do with my guest, Jennifer Kramer Lewis? I'm looking forward to that. She hasn't been a guest yet on the Pleasure Zone. So thank you guys for (laughs) listening. And remember that it's just a choice, but you can choose to stay tuned in and turned on at all times, my friends. Just a choice. So enjoy that. Go have some fun with yourself. Till next week. Yeah. Thank you for choosing to listen to The Pleasure Zone. Melissa Yelenich will return next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.